Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 20th of August and as usual with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, you can read the disclaimer here in full or head on over to our website and read it there. Okay, well, an interesting night on the Dow, certainly some volatilities. We head into a big option expiry tomorrow. So after a big fall at the beginning, it fought back, clawed its way back, although the Dow Jones itself closed down 67 points, or just around 0.2 of a percent, to 34,894. The NASDAQ up 16 points, or 0.11%, to 14,542. And the S&P 500 rose six points, or 0.13 to 44.06. The uh, VIX index last night had a 0.46 gain, so hanging on to those gains that we have seen in recent times. And the SPY futures, despite falls in commodity prices, which were quite savage, including a near 15% fall in the iron ore price last night, and we'll get to that in a minute, SPY futures are showing a gain of 35 points. Oh, 34 points to be exact, 0.46% to 74.09. So it's really going to be up to the banks, industrials and the defensives to pull out of the dive, which we pushed, could see in resource stocks today. So it's going to be another interesting end to the week. And it is once again dominated by results and reactions to those results from the brokers. In terms of commodity prices last night, it was a bit of carnage. We saw the Oil price falling uh, quite heavily, down 2.6% to 66.45 in Brent crude. We saw the oil price for WTI down 2.7%, $1.77 to 63.69. And the gold price, though, pretty much unchanged, one of the few commodities that didn't fall last night. Iron ore, as I say, down nearly 15% to $130.20 US. And as a result of that, the Aussie dollar down 71.46. In other metals last night, we saw copper down 1.4%, nickel down 2.7%, aluminium down 0.7%, zinc down 1.17%, lead down 1.3%, tin had an absolute shocker down 7% last night. So not good news there. And as a result, we saw BHP down 4% in US terms, down 2.5% in UK terms. Rio down 2.3% in US terms as well there. And other mining stocks also being hit hard. Anglo was down 8.3%. Glencore down 3.5%. Alcoa got decimated down 11% last night. Here's the S&P 500. You can see a little bit of a volatile, kind of flip-floppy kind of day. And we do get Jackson Hole next week. And it is a big option expiry this evening. So uh, be aware that we could see some increased volatility heading into the weekend. In terms of major stories last night, stocks choppy ahead of that big options trade. The chip crisis threatens to cut auto output by 7.1 million cars. Toyota already has uh, halted production of some of its cars on the back of these chip shortages. Uh, Goldman Sachs reduced its 2021 US growth forecast. Delta variant supply chain disruptions and elevated inflation hurting. Chinese officials, though, say economic recovery on track 
but needs more support. And iron ore futures at eight-month lows. Chinese steel output and consumption may weaken further. The Japanese Tankan survey shows factory mood highest since January 2018. They're obviously not reading the uh, COVID numbers. UK study has found that production against vaccines against Delta variant weakens within three months. More cheery news. And US hospitalizations increasing, but still driven largely by states with lower than average vaccination rates. In terms of what on today, another busy day on the cards with results dropping once again thick and fast. We've got the Assistant Governor, Clark Kent, speaking at a virtual FX market conference at 9.05. So they'll be kicking off in a minute. Iron ore, as we say, dropped 13.5 according to Comsec, 15% according to us, 132.66 US. In the US, we had BHP down 4%, Rio down 2%. As Tesla down 2.3, Apple up 0.2, Microsoft up 2.1, Netflix up 4.2, and it's hip to be square down 0.9%. But tech stocks, Chinese tech stocks at least in the US, crumbling again. Tencent, which now has been named 9 cent, is down 6% in the US. Barbar down 6.8%. 10-year yield for the US, 1.24%. That seems to be slipping away. Australia now 1.08. Big fall in yields yesterday on the back of those jobs numbers and on the back of New South Wales, again, showing some record numbers in in cases. Germany still minus 0.49. In the newspapers today, IGO is eyeing off the bid for Western areas. Script offer being considered there. And speculation that BHP may enter the fray. Telstra also... In some M&A activity, potentially, considering a bid for Meridian Energy. It's an Australian electrical retail and generation business as part of a move to increase its customer base. And Arizon, AZJ, could be on the acquisition trail with a look at Grain Corp last year or recently. And a partnership with CBH Group has been considered. PWR results out this morning raises dividend 50% to 6 cents, net profit up 28.7. We've had ING sales volumes up 4.2% today, revenue 4.4% to the good, dividend 6.5%, fully franked up 17.9%, love them. And Cochlear, record sales revenue today, $1.493 billion, up 10% market share, market growth and COVID reopenings, helping the Cochlear result. Final dividend of $1.40. Guidance is for 12 to 20% growth. And Brainchip has had a research piece out this morning, and it's got a target price, the broker in doing the research of $1.50. Question of the day. BHP has now fallen 19% in the last couple of days, well, since the results, really. Where do you get interested in BHP? At what price do you think BHP is starting to look irresistible? That's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights there. We've got Ask the Analyst on Friday at 5. It's sure to be a fun session. We're going to go a bit of whale hunting with some of your suggestions for whales out there. Thanks very much again and have a great day. Uh-huh.